I'm Steve, and hey, it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Adam Myros, what do you like to stuff? What do I like to stuff? Uh, <laughs> turkey? I, I don't... <laughs> why, why do you seem gullet, perplexed? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck... <laughs> you seem really, like, you seem kind of on your heels with this one. You didn't expect that question? Uh, no, I, I didn't. You didn't prep us for that, Steve. I, I couldn't come up with a, a list of, of things that I like to stuff. Uh, <laughs> Christ. I mean, there's a there's a huge list of things that you could stuff. And I'm sure Jack's got a few of them. Jack, you got any favorite things you like to stuff? Things I love to stuff. I love to stuff my wallet with fash, fat wads of podcast cash. That's right, baby. Uh, yeah, it's the, those Patreon bucks. We're fucking living large See, over here. He had he had time to think about it, and that's the best he could come up with. So yeah, well, we expect uh, sorry, more yeah, out you, of you. You saying something? You saying that wasn't a great line? You think that's not going to yeah. make it into Colin's little preview video? <laughs> Fash wads. <laughs> I don't. Well, to be fair, I, I was know, also okay. looking at my phone. You know, we're not we're not a professional organization here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, uh, yeah, it, it is the Thanksgiving season, so uh, I guess out of tradition, we, we had to cover a Thanksgiving movie, and uh, we've done a few in the past, but one that we've never done is, it's kind of the, uh, the, the grandfather of Thanksgiving horror. It's, it's a real classic. <laughs> is it Thanksgiving horror? I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, it's about a turkey. It... it it's about as what else are you eating a whole ass turkey? Come on. Well, I when your job dictates that you eat a whole ass turkey, man. <laughs> that's that's a good point. We learned that. Uh, well, the movie is, of course, Blood Freak. And in addition yes, to yeah, being right. Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving adjacent, depending on how you look at it, I would argue that in the long and storied history of golden era horror and exploitation films from Florida specifically, this is the most Florida movie. This absolutely should be Florida state movie. Like hundreds and from the, and from the opening seconds, Adam, you also pointed it like the second it starts, you're like, Oh, this is, this is Florida. Instantly. Yeah, it, it, you could, you could tell instantly. And maybe it's because the movie has starts off with this, uh, loose kind of, I, I, I don't want to call him a narrator because that's giving, <laughs> it's giving him too much. A guy who talks directly to the camera sort of about the movie uh, is presented to you and he's supposed to be some sort of like Rod Sterling, you know, Twilight Zone character, but really he comes off as like, what if Vincent Price was a non-functional alcoholic? Um, uh, yeah. A, a lot it's... of sweat, a lot of smoking, some coughing. Uh, wood panel walls behind him. It's just, it reeks of Florida. And yet there seems to be some kind of fantastic order to the whole thing. We never know how or when we will meet a person who will become a catalyst 
or who will lead us to one. What is a catalyst? Well, in this case, a catalyst is a person that will bring about changes. They could be good or bad, but there will be changes. You can meet one almost anywhere in your everyday life. I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on the coughing. I think that that's like the only intentional choice in this movie, I feel like. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. That that outro where it, it seems to be highlighting the fact that he's puffing on a cigarette uh, quite intentionally as it gives an anti-drug screen. I, I mean, if it is an accident, then... Well, that's the best thing really, possibly. Yeah, it's really special. It's hard to say because, I mean, this is a, a chilling indictment of something, but it's not entirely clear what it is. Drugs, maybe, no. but mo- mostly it's like, I, I don't know, it's like they eat a bunch of turkey and that's it, and then it's kind of like, don't do drugs. It's not... Well, and that is in the moralizing ending, too. It's like, don't do drugs and eat chemical products so it's like what what are we and and it's like cold (laughs) turkey is the pun but that doesn't fit in anywhere um so it's uh yeah this is uh, uh, this movie is got as i say it's just this is just a florida movie it's not it's not a thanksgiving movie this is just a movie about how florida is its own little realm and does its own little things and no one understands why really i i think it is is it's just as much a cautionary tale about genetically modified food stuffs as it is drugs and you know uh, fair enough that's in the end those things are probably just equally dangerous yeah well it seems like the overall message to me is like just don't do anything because <laughs> it's not this it paints it paints a pretty bleak picture in general because even the people that are supposed to be the good wholesome folks i'm like god i don't want your fucking life like this is a movie where you thank God every day that no one ever pursued the concept of smell-o-vision because <laughs> this just smells like like my great-grandmother's couch. Like, that's what this... Just a woman who smoked two packs of cigarettes a day and had shag carpet. That's what this is. It just made me have, like, PTSD flashbacks to when I was four years old. I, this movie is disgusting. Everything is wet and sweaty looking and dark and and everyone needs a bath everything needs to be washed nothing is comfortable and, and yeah, this is this not is some one aesthetic of like the, choice it just is no, it's one of the few movies that makes me physically nauseous uh, <laughs> well is that not just is that not just not like from the the incredible jerky footage that opens on yeah, our, it, on our streets a, of florida it, <laughs> It really is. There's a great amount of factors that come into play to make this one of the most nauseating films ever made. Talk uh, about unsettling. Yeah, if they just need a tripod or something. That It opens with our hero riding down the, the streets on his motorbike and his chopper, and it's shot clearly from from a car like following, and they have no stabilizing equipment whatsoever. It is just jittery, bouncy, nausea-inducing. Just It looks like a terrible music video. I don't, I don't know video. why. I mean, obviously, they didn't have a tripod available, but then again, it's like, what was, you know, the humidity in Florida, was it causing the uh, the cameraman's Parkinson's to flare up, or uh, I mean, why, it's just, it, or maybe maybe the cameraman hadn't had a can of Red Dog in like 24 hours, he was starting to get the shakes. I have no fucking it's idea. It's really funny, because you think like the worst movie ever quote-unquote, Man- Manos the Hands of Fate opens famously with, like, 
five minutes of footage out the back window of a car that they famously couldn't put credits over but left in. So it just like rolls for no reason. But it's, in my recollection, it's stable footage out the back window mm -hmm. of a car. They can't do that here. This is just... Let's say every bump in the road, you will feel it. It's just absolutely to the point where you're not even sure at some point. Like, is the guy in a motorcycle? Is he important or is he just there? Uh, really incredible opening. And then he pulls off the road because some girl's uh, car has broken down. And this, this instigates the entire story, which is really about a man meeting a girl who disappears. And then there's another girl. I don't really understand that part, but she goes, they go back to a party and the girl he he meets is very Christian and she's worried because she, for some reason, just hangs out with a bunch of degenerate drug addicts. Uh, not really sure why she does that. And he, he, you know, he's trying to hold his own, but he gets he gets sucked in as happens. Sad story, sad yeah. state of affairs. And uh, you, it is worth noting that our hero's name is Herschel. And I would assume named after another Florida legend, Herschel Gordon Lewis. It has to be, uh, surely. Has I mean, to be. blood has freak, to be. surely. Yeah. I, I don't like know. It. He's a burned man, I'll say. Oh, my God. Yeah. He looks like someone lit Oscar Isaac on fire. Like, I don't know well, what well, cancer looks like, but I'm pretty sure he has it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean, the, the star of this is uh, Steve Hawks, who had like a small time period where he was like a, a Tarzan knockoff like that was his big role um and I think he was injured I think he might have been injured on I'm not sure if it was on a set or something but like he was injured in a fire so he's got some bad burns etc um yeah. and then later on I mean his, his quote about Blood Freak is which you know so you know it's going to be a good movie when he was asked about his starring role in Blood Freak he just said it was a dark time in his life so <laughs> there you go what more do you need to know? And and he's he's also credited as co-director uh, of Blood mm. Freak, which is incredible that two people were required to cobble this one together. The other one, of course, being uh, Brad Grinter, who is uh, our dollar or like our our dollar dollar store Vincent Price from the opening sequence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, oh, God in heaven. I I I mean. The fact that he has, he's a very distinctive looking fellow, this Steve Hawks. I can see why they'd cast him, you know, if you're doing a low budget production, you're like, oh, this, this is, this is a fine for a lead. Uh, and they, they try and work in this burned aspect into the narrative to some extent. I mean, very, just like a throwaway line. Like I was burned in Nam. I guess that's why I like drugs. But uh, <laughs> I, you really dull the impact of this this kind of appearance because I mean, again, it's not like some, he's horribly deformed. He's, it's just like what's going on with this guy's arm. <laughs> but it is dulled because this is set in Florida, and like everyone looks like a fucking roast turkey. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. That's what I thought. I was like, he's the most Florida man. I didn't. I didn't think he actually was a burn victim. I thought he was just like hanging out by the pool too much <laughs> that it's, makes more sense though yeah i mean and and the whole like his character is uh, like his character in this movie's really funny because uh basically he will just do anything if you just call him a chicken which is really ironic um and he goes to this party and i don't understand what happens here because like i mentioned it's like the, the girl he meets is super christian and she brings him back and she's like all these people do drugs you know they don't love jesus and, you know, just don't do any drugs while you're here. 
And so he's like, oh, that's fine. He seems really into Christian girl. And he's like, I'm, I also love Jesus. Let's, you know. And then he gets like drawn in by another woman. Um, and he's, but he's very Christian steadfast. girl's sister. <clears throat> Christian girl's sister who looks nothing like her. They are absolutely not sisters. Not at all. Didn't even try for the casting for that one. So, um, well, and, they were rarely even on set together, frankly. Well, well, yeah, I mean, one of them was barely on set at all because the Christian girl just disappears. She just stops being in the movie at a certain point. Uh, and, and our man hangs out with, the, with her sister, and he just seems like he's not going to do drugs. And then at a certain point, she's just like, what, are you scared? And he's like, okay, I'm going to do all the fucking drugs now. And no one, no one tells <laughs> me that. And then later on, he's like, hey, you want to eat some chemical turkeys? Just to chemical shit. And he's like, I don't know about that. It's like, what, are you scared? And it's like, okay, I'm going to eat, sit, literally sit down and eat an entire turkey single-handedly uh, for, for his job. <sighs> he's, that's his entire character is basically he's just, he's, he's a man's man, which is, means that he'll just do any stupid shit if anyone questions his, his bravery. Yeah. Well, and he's got <sighs> the ultimate Sophie's choice in the movie too. I mean, he's, he's, stuck between these two sisters and one loves Jesus and the other one wants to give him drugs and fuck him. And how do you choose between those two? Things? I mean, if, really if, if we're being honest, uh, the sister who does all the drugs, uh, aside from anything else, just seems like less of a drag. So yeah, yeah, I can see it. A lot more yeah, chill for sure. But you would think like, you know, with this narrative that the end result is the Christian woman rescues him and then they end up together. But it's like, no, the Christian woman rescues him and then he ends up with the, the, the Delilah of the story, I suppose. It, it's a very interesting choice. I, I, I have no idea. What's I'm guessing, going on. I'm wondering, is that because the other girl would not appear in a bikini for the, <laughs> for the final scene on the pier? And honestly, I think that might be it. I think she might actually be a real Christian girl uh, who is keeping her modesty uh, the other girl, however, she's she's showing a bit of ass for the camera. They have a sex yep. scene that's very uncomfortable, just like everything else, based on Steve's comments about the furnishings. I mean, it's just it doesn't look like a place anyone yeah. should be naked. Um, but yeah, it's it's a no it's a fascinating it just, film. Yeah, it looks like they're just like shirtless on some moldy bed sheets in a motel. And uh yeah, you don't see anything of her, and really the only thing you get a good glimpse of is uh, the uh, torched upper torso of our hero Herschel. <laughs> That's it. Yes, if you ever want to yeah. see like, oh man, I wish someone's fucking elbow looked like a, a rotisserie from the grocery store that had been sitting out for a week. Uh, here you go. This is the movie for you. See, so, <laughs> I, you know, we did these blood movies a, a couple of years ago for Thanksgiving and I was like, oh, thank Christ. We're not doing blood freak at least. And, Lo and behold, we're apparently now doing an entire episode on this one movie in which there is nothing happens and there will be nothing to say about it. Uh, this was a great choice, Steve. I, I must congratulate you. Uh, a load but, of things yeah. happen in this. Oh, I, I, plenty. I, the, things are constantly happening in this movie by Russell. Are, are they? I, yeah. I, 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 mean, I think <laughs> the plot synopsis would be like the guy eats a turkey and then... So I, I don't know, stumbles around a field for an hour. <laughs> the camera yeah, goes here's up, something that comes happens. down. Yeah, uh, the, the sound is really quiet. And then anytime something happens, it, it, they just crank it up to 11. It's great. This is the ultimate, like, you, you have to be engaged the whole time that you're watching this. Because if your finger's not on the fucking volume button, you're going to either miss all the dialogue or have your ears blown out. It's true. There's and yeah. there's there's a, a, a ambiguity to this film too because ultimately when our when our 
erstwhile hero gets transformed into a giant turkey, which we've barely even touched on. He needs to feast on blood, but we're not sure if he needs to feast on the blood because of the blood or because everyone's full of drugs. I'm not sure. Is he just a drug addicted giant turkey or does he need to actually like the blood feast? It's it is actually more unclear than you would think. I mean, frankly, mm. if this movie were not called Blood Freak, and I didn't know like this tagline of only the blood of drug addicts could satisfy his thirst. Oh, is that thirst. the tagline? Like, I didn't even know yeah. that. I was just like trying to work out because everyone does drugs and then he kills them and drinks their blood. I'm like, is he going after They're the blood really or the drugs? They're really bad at doing drugs. They're he, terrible was, at doing drugs. <laughs> I feel like without this this context, I would never even have gathered that he was, in fact, drinking anyone's blood. Well, yeah, it, it's yeah, just mentioning our, he doesn't really turn into a giant turkey. He turns into a large man with a papier-mâché turkey-shaped head on him, and that's literally it. And also, it. maybe that just never happened. It's hard well, to say. Well, yes, I mean, that, this is true, too, because uh, it might yeah, have, all have, been have all been a dream. Oh, you mm. never know. Something planted there by Jesus to get you on the straight and narrow. But uh, well, yeah, there's uh, how the how this turkey rampage concludes is as ambiguous as anything <laughs> you will ever see, because it's like a couple of townies seemingly go hunting for him Frankenstein style, and then it it like cuts between footage of an actual turkey being killed and these two men just in a field, and then all of a sudden Herschel is just normal again, and you're like, what? What what the fuck's well, Don't forget the incredible the incredible shot of the the turkey head with blood spattered on it sitting next to a turkey that just a bunch of hands are reaching in and just ripping bits out to eat like a cooked turkey. Yeah, like which, if you haven't thrown up enough already, then you you surely will as a bunch of uh, greasy uh, burned Florida hands grasp greedily right, at a like, turkey yeah. carcass. Well, and what is the what is the message here? Is it about chemically altered food? Who the hell knows? No idea. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All I know is that if you were to uh, make a Manos-esque proclamation that this is uh, one of the worst films ever made, I would say, yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> like, this is this is staggering. You're so big. I like my face. And you must be very strong. And you are beautiful. And you have a boyfriend. So? You shouldn't be acting this way with me, especially when you're with someone else. You've got to be putting me on. Guy doesn't mind if I like someone else. He wouldn't even mind if I went to bed with you. I just don't go for a girl that acts like a tramp, even if she's very beautiful. Well, thanks a lot. You're nothing but a dumb bastard who doesn't know where it's at anyway. Um, I be it's just like an assault from the start. Like again, we have that jarring footage that is just unbelievable, and the fact that the credits are overlaid on this jittering mess does not help any either. <laughs> and overlaid yeah. incorrectly, where where they're coded like read red on on the black screen, but then when whenever they're over an image, they're just like fucking washed out in such a way that it's just like an error. <laughs> and then we immediately go into this party, which is I don't know what's happening here. Like I, I'm pretty sure our principal actors are not at this they're not in the presence of any of these extras. This footage of this party is like entirely B-roll because it's just like edited together in such a way that is like what the fuck is even happening? 
Yeah, no, that's a, there's that's no a way that any of these people are in the same room. Yeah, no, that's a uh, common thing with this this movie is the editing. You're like, wait, what? Because the scene right after that is this uh, Bible study or some fucking shit with the. Of course, it's it's the turkey farmer and Herschel and his Bible loving uh, lady friend who is not in the movie. Um, yeah, but they have a traditional wide setup, and then they obviously had a close on. The turkey farmer, for for whatever reason, they filmed it. I I think they took probably three shots, and uh, because this is also a close on Herschel, but the close on Turkey Man, it just cuts to it for like literally, I don't know, maybe twelve frames or something, like three times during the course of the scene, where you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great too because they have all these moments. Like, there's no, there's no the, there's no consistency in the way that this film is constructed. Like there, there's all these bizarre quick cuts to things. You're like, why, why are they cutting to this? Why are they doing that? But then there's other scenes where, and I don't know if this is because they literally ran out of money or actual film stock or whatever. Uh, but there's scenes where if, like things are coming in and out of focus, or I, I think they're probably shooting on like a little handheld 16 millimeter camera and they have this yeah. shitty fucking zoom lens and there's all these moments where it's like, oh, I meant to zoom in, but I zoomed out first or vice versa. <laughs> and you're like, guys, you can do another take. And like, no, 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 this is fine. This is fine. Uh, like when uh, Herschel first turns into the turkey monster and he goes and he visits his girlfriend and freaks her out. And they like hands her a note that says, hey, it's me, Herschel or something. And the camera is just like shaking violently and then it does the zoom thing. And then the guy, like, I don't know if his arm was getting tired, but it just starts to, like, sag down to the left. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, take two. <laughs> also, lights in that scene? No. Nope. Sure. None. Aren't. None. <laughs> uh, there, I, there is zero lighting. And I would say about three-fourths of this movie takes place at night. So uh, their idea of lighting is, I think, someone, like, got... A, a flashlight from grandpa's shed and they just will like illuminate the faces of everyone. And that's about it. There's, it's got, there's no it's got real the light similar kind of like setup to again, Manos. It reminds me of, you know, uh, there's one scene where a girl gets out of a car and it's like, clearly they just had one light near the car and she better stay within range. Cause nothing else is lit. It's the same thing. I mean, I'm surprised. I guess Florida wildlife, there's like less uh, mosquitoes visible at all times, which is, you know, in Manos, whenever there was a light, Oh, there's just bugs everywhere in the frame. <laughs> they, they seem to escape that here. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they were like, no, we're not going to do lights. Let's just keep the bugs away. And frankly, yeah, the less you bugs. can see here and the less you can hear here, probably better. Probably just as well. Oh, Unless my you can God. hear. God, after watching this, I don't think I'll ever hear again. For fuck's sake. Yeah, well, because there's this kind of like ambient rumble in the background like I, I don't know what it is it's just this scratchy kind of like white noise but it's not just the natural sound of a shitty microphone there's like I don't know if somebody was running a generator in the background for half the fucking movie but it's it's this awful rumbly white noise and then yeah anytime it, it's just like quiet dialogue quiet dialogue and the moment someone screams it's just completely in the red and they're like looping the screen. Oh god, the so screams like, are so ah! annoying. Like, ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's like why is Why is it in Eon. the red? It's not like they fucking 
accidentally captured the audio in the red because it's not fucking an actual audio by any stretch. It's just like a stock no. scream that they loop over and over and over. I feel over like they're really leading again. in. Like, like you listen to that, kids. That's a sound you'll make if you err from Jesus's path. But yeah, I mean, it, it it's just <laughs> torturous to hear one scream looped for yeah. like a minute solid. Or whether they had credit. someone record... I was going to say whether they had someone record score or just found some piece of music, I I would bet on the latter because it's blood fucking freak. But <laughs> uh, whatever they did, the, the piece of music they found is approximately 15 seconds long and also just continuously, <laughs> every time Herschel's turkey monster walks on screen, the same piece of music just immediately starts. You mean the turkey monster music? Yeah. It's like, bing, You'll be bong, happy bing. to know, Myros, that uh, I believe the music was recorded by the same guy who was the editor for the film, if I remember the opening credits correctly. Well, that makes so, perfect sense. Yeah, same level of competence here on display. <laughs> Oh, man. I, one of my favorite parts of this movie, uh, and I think we can all agree, is the comedy duo of turkey scientists and the various scenes of them just chatting among themselves. Seemingly no particular purpose, and you can barely hear it because of the audio. I think those are probably some of my favorite highlights of this film. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a it's highlight. It's cool, I... too, because, <laughs> no, because, like, the, the first two scientists are like, holy shit, in a movie with you know, amateur actors. These guys are real rough. And and then a third scientist walks in and he's like, out of my way, boys. I'm going to show you how to really do it. And it's insane. Like, I, I don't think... It, it was like he was doing it on purpose. I, like, he's just channeling something I've never experienced before. Uh, but next level shitty acting. In incredible stuff. So why did you take him out and dump him? Don't we have enough trouble in these experiments without taking a chance on a murder charge? All we did was do, give this guy some turkey. But Mr. Nolan, you didn't see him, sir. We were scared. I don't care. He's still a man. The drug could be worn off by now. That is possible, isn't it? Yeah, it could, Mr. Nolan. Honest, sir, I didn't think it could have any effect at all on a human. You didn't think? You dumb bastards, how could you let something like this happen? I don't, I, I want someone to like restore this thing so I can see how shoddy everything actually looks. I mean, normally I'm all for the lo-fi. Give me, give me the grime, the grit. But this is like so shitty that I kind of want to see every fucking piece of shit seem. Cause like when though something's going on with one of the scientists, he's got these like mutton chops and I swear I'm like, are these like glued to his face or what there's something wrong with that <laughs> i'm like i no, want someone just, to get that this was an print. artistic decision they're like every single man in this movie needs to look like he's been convicted of a sex crime that's it <laughs> again i feel that just fits with the florida tableau so so to speak oh, totally. of this of this film yeah this film does feel like absolutely the sort of thing that like severin movies would put out in like fucking 4k like someday it's gonna happen yeah this specifically. there's only so there's only a DVD version of this and it's owned by uh, something weird. So I'm at some point like American genre film archive slash vinegar syndrome has to put this out. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, as we've discussed, there's so much to discuss in this film. Um, drugs, sex, Jesus, 
turkeys. Uh, really, would, would you say it it's safe? It's safe to assume that no one in this movie has actually done drugs or seen they someone don't, do they drugs. They don't understand drugs at all. Like one of my my earliest things is that like they they're smoking something, but it's not marijuana. They make that clear, and so it's like, what are they smoking? But it's like, is it like what else can you smoke? I mean, I don't. I think we're pre crack uh, at this point, but like, is it opium? Yeah. But can you smoke opium that's like rolled up in a paper? There's a guy with I don't a fancy pipe later on. No. I don't think you can, though. So I don't think they know what drug everybody is apparently killing themselves with. But I it's like very when they bad. were doing like coke or they were snorting something. But the way they were snorting is they had like a rolled up dollar bill, and the guy just had it in his nose. But he wasn't like leaning down on anything to actually like snort it up. He was just like in the air with a dollar bill rolled <laughs> up inside of his nose. I said, that's and then later and they're safety. trying to shoot heroin. And she's just got this like rubber tube, like loosely tied to her fucking bicep. It's like what? I yeah. Come on. The the cocaine thing is pretty great too, because that is that party, and the person doing it is like seventy five fucking years old, and you're like, come <laughs> yeah. on, what is even? Oh, they're this, incorrigible. This is a great time to be alive too, because when you lived in Florida in the nineteen seventies, like. There is no difference between a 22-year-old and a 72-year-old. It's all the same. Like, time collapses <laughs> on itself. You are either a child or you are ready to retire. Like, that's it. Fucking awful. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, I guess to the movie's credit, uh, it's got some gory kills <laughs> yeah, for the time. Go, where are you going with this? Well, what is to the movie? credit? He just ran credit? out of steam to its credit. No, I, I kind of... <laughs> I mean, I had to think about it. I was like, I got to say something positive. And then I realized I didn't have much positive to say. But I, I don't know. It's it's reasonably gory. There's some gnarly kills, I guess. But they're all kind of weird because, yeah, unless you are really like laser focused on what the fuck's going on, uh, I, you, you don't maybe initially catch that he's kind of a vampire turkey monster who drinks the blood of these drug addicts. So then you're like, why is he just like hanging them all upside down and slitting their throats. It's like, is this like an anti, like animal cruelty thing that he's doing? It's just like, yes, Maybe. just as you hang up the turkeys and cut their throats. So too, will I hang up the humans and cut their throats? Uh, but makes yeah, as much I, sense I, as anything. I, I mean, I'll it, go is, with it. <laughs> it is worth noting. Yeah. The Turkey mask has uh, no moving parts whatsoever. So the mouth and stuff, none of this moves. The eyes do not move. It is a single unit. So yeah, well, whenever he murders someone, he like slashes her throat. Or in one absolutely bizarre scene, he saws a man's leg off, uh, seemingly, like, yeah. like, and he seems very. That's exactly what he wants to do. Like he goes out of his way to saw the guy's leg off, and only his leg. Um, and then he just kind of hangs around while the blood pours down on near the head, and you are supposed to infer from this that he is feasting upon the blood. Yeah, uh, but it is not. I, I love, clear. I love the part where he saws off the guy's leg because. Um, that guy, like one, the editing is shit, which is too bad because <laughs> that guy's like actually an amputee. So perfect, right? Like great casting. Uh, and that he's got it like, you know, like blood squirting out of his stump and everything. And that makes me think was this shot in, uh, burn in Florida, you know, famous documentary where, uh, <laughs> like allegedly people would cut off their own limbs for insurance money. So I, 
I don't know. I hope it was. Because this is like, this is so Florida, it's got to be Panhandle. Like, this isn't even fucking Tampa. This is <laughs> not Jacksonville. This has got to be Panhandle. It's, it's well, because IMDB claims it was shot in Miami. And, uh, oh, bullshit. Yeah, There's I not don't a piece of Miami in here. I don't think There's so There's not even at any all. fucking palm trees. It's like, it's <laughs> that total, like, north central Florida, just like, oh, Here's a bunch of overgrown grass and some fucking snakes that'll kill you. Yeah, That's also, it. Miami is is what they call a city. <laughs> yes. This does not resemble no. that. No. God, and, and that, that turkey farm, the poultry farm that they're at, is so fucking disgusting. I've never felt like, like, like really, it just triggered this horrible anxiety inside me because I wanted to power wash the building they kept showing. That I just had this horrible, like, filthy film over it. There was just absolutely disgusting uh but it this they, they do have one of my favorite lines in the history of cinema which i'm going to bring up here because I, uh, I i wrote it down and it's when the jesus dad is talking to herschel and he's just like well son if you pray the lord will answer all your problems or whatever and herschel goes because he's a he's a cheeky guy he says well uh if i pray do you think god will give, give me a job and he said, yeah. Herschel, I find your thinking interesting. I wish we had time to cover it more thoroughly. Uh, what are your plans and problems? The Lord's on our side, you know. Yeah, how about asking the Lord for a job? That's easy. I could use a husky man like you out at my poultry ranch, if you can wait till next week. Really? Well, what are you doing? I could use a husky man like you at my poultry ranch. <laughs> Which a is like the most man. fucked up thing. If someone was just like, I could use a husky man like you, like I would immediately, I, I would light myself on fire and burn my skin, which could have happened to Herschel. Well, good um, thing you're not a husky man, Cuff, because people will say that shit to you all the fucking time. <laughs> I need a husky man? Do people say that to you, Mars? Like, come oh, up to you yeah, and say, I need a husky man? You'll get that sort of thing. Like, oh, you look like you could handle yourself or something it's like you know you get to things that there's like old men think fat equals strong or something like you're a country strong i'm like no i'm just <laughs> a fucking fat piece of shit really like you so he's like look at this you little corn-fed hog molly did you play on the old line <laughs> we need a we need a husky man to talk with us about blood freak it's what we need yeah yeah, but like all I, you I would do say is just... Steve Hawks is not what I would describe as a husky man person. <laughs> no, because that's the like thing. He's just like a big house. dude. Exactly. Yeah. He's like barrel chested. Because there's like actual strong, and then there's like fat strong, and then there's this guy who's just like, he's just always been big his whole life. And then there's yeah, like I mean, fat, he, looks, fat. he looks exactly <laughs> like the kind of guy who would get a job being almost Tarzan. So, yeah. Yep. They, it it does fit. Like. He also looks yeah. like he would work on a poultry farm in Florida, uh, although his hair is quite nice. It, it really is. It's like this Elvis-esque, like, pompadour he thing. Did, he has a wonderful shock of, of black hair. It's, it really pops on camera when too many other unpleasant things in this film pop on camera instead. Oh, Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I now, hate this fucking movie, I must say. I, don't, I just, this is not the sort of thing, like, I can derive pleasure from, I suppose. There's like, you know, give me a good grimy New York movie. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, these Florida movies, get, get fucking throw a ball into the sea, man. I, mean, the, I, the, I can't. The only value in this film, I mean, I enjoyed kind of like watching it, but like the value absolutely comes from that this is, you know, you're it's like a eye in like a window into 
just someone's insane kind of life experience for like however long it took to shoot this thing. It's just like they just got a camera and they just made this movie and it has no production values. It has barely any purpose. I mean, what's it like it's religious messaging. It's like no church showed this. No, like no, no. one was exposing this. And like what anti-drug message for kids and you're going to have like him hooking up and like fucking a lady and then at one point, <laughs> at one point, this scene that really uh, surprised me, honestly, if we're talking about a really weird scene. Um, there's one scene where he shows up with his turkey head. He's he's a monster, and he meets with the the drug woman. Uh, and I swear to God, there's there's a scene she she figures out it's, it's him, and then she's just kind of like you can see her adding it up. It's like maybe I just settle down with the turkey man. We'd have a couple of chicks together. But what what would it be like if you if you stayed like this? If, if we got married. What kind of life would we have together if you stayed that way? What would the children think of their father looking like that? My God, what would the children look like? What would they think? Would they look like their father? Like, Marshall? What are you doing? Herschel? Oh. Herschel? Like, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> baffling what, what is happening. She's not particularly scared of him. It's, it's a really weird scene. But anyway, all this goes to show, like, I mean, the blood, the screaming, the, the sex elements. Like, this is not suitable for impressionable children to, you know, give them an anti-drug message. It's also no adults would want to show up to this movie. It is absolutely languorous. Like, it runs, what, like 75 minutes, and it feels like it's three hours long. Like, it's just, the pacing in this is leaden, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those movies yeah. where it, it probably was three hours long for me because I had to stop it 20 times in the course <laughs> of watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, again, though, I, I think you can say about this movie, it is the definitive Florida film. As tough as it is to watch, like, if you want to talk about, you know, late 60s through the 1970s, uh, even into the 1980s, like, what is the essence of this pre-video era Florida filmmaking? This is it. Like, it's got all the energy, it's got none of the budget, doesn't make a lick of fucking sense, it's trying to say something, but both it and us, the audience, are unaware of what it's trying to say. Uh, and it's grimy. It's grimy as fuck. So, you know, Herschel Gordon-Lewis, obviously, uh, he I think he kind of transcends the Florida-ness in a lot of ways, whereas this cannot escape it. Uh, so really, Myros, I mean, would, would we have things like, uh, uh, I don't know, Mako or or a killing spree or any of these other classic Florida yeah, horror so films that were not Tim, for Blood Freak? Yeah, I was going to say Tim Ritter uh, is definitely probably owes a lot to, to such things, I guess. But uh, I, I'll take Tim Ritter as like a more definitive Florida filmmaker. Yeah. Just because we're we're going to do a Tim Ritter episode. Mark well, my it's words. Probably gonna we're going to do It's going to get chucked to Sean. Let's pencil it in for next year. We're going we're gonna to make Sean watch Tim Ritter. <laughs> 
What is that? Okay, wait. What is Tomb Raider other than Killing Spree? What's the other one with asbestos felt in it? Uh, Truth or Dare, A Critical Madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's it. Does he have any other movies or are those the only two? Are we going to let Sean get off easy next October? Uh, no, he's he's a fucking Florida man. I'm pretty sure he's got other movies, Steve. Uh, let's see. He has listed on IMDb. Oh, this is this is a separate. I think this might be son of Tim Ritter. I'm looking at. Oh no. Well, what I, what um, I will say, just off the cuff, is that this movie certainly should convince anyone that you can make a movie. Apparently, like, and we'll watch yeah. it. Apparently, we will show up for anything that you manage to trap on celluloid. Yep, hundred percent. Uh, don't. Yeah, you can make a movie, but please don't. That's that's what I would say. <laughs> you know, please. Anyone can do it. Well, and someone tried again. In 2020, uh, some <laughs> precocious children decided to do a remake of uh, Blood Freak. And I, I, I call them children. They're probably just people in their 20s. But, uh, well, gosh, what a bunch of shitheads. I'm, I'm glad we didn't double feature that because I, uh, I watched the trailer and my immediate takeaway was uh, maybe not. I, I, I think they, they try and make it like an intentionally funny parody of, of the movie. But when you make something like Blood Freak that's so sincere, I, I think... It, it kind of pushes it beyond parody, right? Like, you can't make fun of this. No, it's the same you, thing I mean, with uh, people trying to make fun of the, the, the room or something. You, so you get, you know, oh, here's a movie about Tommy Wiseau, and it's, you know, Hollywood laughing at and with Tommy Wiseau. It's like, no. Like, the whole point is the room is beyond parody. It's too much. You can't fucking, like, joke about that. It, it's, it's so much better on its own with its sincerity. No, I mean, it is completely, like, vital to any kind of appreciation of this film is acknowledging its incredible, earnest message. It's it's very dedicated concept, you know, of, of having a religious through line through a creature feature. Why? 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 Herschel, she didn't understand that you were already addicted. She wouldn't have done it. I thought she loved me. She does love you. Look, we don't always understand purpose and why things happen. We've got to have faith. Faith? All the faith I had, I lost it. You can get it back. Ask God to increase your faith. Please try. Oh, Lord, my God. Help me. Help me once more. God, this hell. You know, it's an absolutely bizarre mix of things that is, it doesn't work at all. And I feel like I would have loved to have heard them pitch this. They probably didn't pitch it to anyone because I can't imagine anyone gave them money for this. This surely had to be entirely self-generated. But um, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't parody this. You can't uh, you couldn't fix this. It's it's just something utterly beyond any kind of commercial sense of film uh, or professional mm -hmm. sense of film. It's it's entirely unique object. And I mean, if that makes it sound like I'm recommending it, uh, maybe. But uh, you know, you best best you know. Take your preparation. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think if if you're the kind of person who does enjoy like Herschel Gordon Lewis movies and you're just looking for something a little skankier and more fucked up, 
this is kind of it. This is this is the next the bottom rung of the ladder. This is the very base of the ladder that you stuck into the dirt to keep everything else sticking up. Uh, that's, yeah, that's what well, this or is. you could say if the Florida films of Herschel Gordon Lewis are like a, a McDonald's value meal where it's, you know, it's just slop, but it has this weird satisfaction and it kind of scratches a itch in the back of your little lizard brain. Then Blood Freak is the dumpster out behind the McDonald's and you just dove <laughs> in and dug something out. So if that's of interest to you. Shit, maybe uh, Blood Freak is your film. No, but yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't watch it. Um, Tim Ritter updates. He has Creep, I think, is the other big, big Creep's film the other big one, yeah. yeah. Uh, he also has two movies that predate Truth or Dare, uh, which is shocking considering he was 18 when he directed that film. Uh, I would say we should maybe look at those, but uh, I'm going to guess they're fucking completely impossible to find. So Yeah, I'd imagine. Well, this is exciting. Sean Glennis getting ready. We're, we're priming him for some Florida. <laughs> we'll do all Florida horror for the month of <laughs> October. <laughs> you think, you, think you didn't lose him with your Budgerite episode, so here you no, go. No, I, I mean, we're always trying to find new ways to break him. Uh, but maybe we're thinking like, you know, you, you don't go hard with the gross out. You just you, you kind of take a different angle. So I, I don't know. Yeah, Sounds he just seemed kind of bummed about your guy. You got to say he was like, oh, this isn't bad, but I hate watching it. I'm like, yeah, well, sorry. Well, that's, that's fair. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to claim that his movies are like cool. They're not exactly like oh, yeah. first date movies. They may not even no, be second no. date movies unless no. for, Third, for a special uh, person. Maybe, maybe. Who are you dating? You you're like picking up girls at the hot topic. I think you could uh, you could get away with it first date. Look what's happening. Maybe, We're maybe at you go on forty a date. minutes. I, I told you we couldn't fucking sustain this blood fight conversation for a full. Episode. I'm trying to think what else happens here. I don't know. I think I think you could you could take a girl a first date for a, a York Bukri movie if you're like like maybe you want to date that girl from Return of the Living Dead that's just like. Do you ever fantasize about dying? Uh, yeah, like that. Uh, she'd probably I mean, be. I think a new we one. all want to date that girl for Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, game. that's true. <laughs> Linnea Quigley. <laughs> oh yeah, Lin it is Linnea Quigley. You're right. Yeah, Linnea Quigley, who has a great workout video, by the way. So maybe instead of watching Blood or Blood Freak, or you watch Blood Freak, you eat your Thanksgiving dinner, and then you go, "Boy, I feel like a real husky boy. How am I going to work this off?" And the answer might be Linnea Quigley's workout tape. <laughs> which which I will add is currently streaming on Tubi, although it's a TV edited version, which makes it even weirder. They have cut several of the sex scenes out. Well, they're not. Oh, I was gonna say you don't get the opening like shower scene or whatever. They they, they <laughs> optically blur any nudity that's in the Linnea Quigley workout video, and then you know the the opening scene is just like they just throw in a bunch of shit from her other movies, from like a bunch of David Cocteau movies. Uh, to like fill time any of those that are like sex scenes are just removed entirely it's like the weird jump cut uh but that's that's it there is still really funny though because i watched it recently on tubi uh there's one scene where she's doing her aerobics bit and she is falling out of her top and the guy doing the optical blurring is like about 30 seconds behind where he needed to be on that so uh it gives a real <laughs> gives a real like rush of like you're a schoolboy again just trying to catch a glimpse uh, really, yeah, better, better movie than this somehow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hard to get much worse. Yeah, it's probably true. 
Well, yeah, I don't know. There's I mean, not much. There's not much else to do here. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking through my notes, and I think we we've covered we covered everything. Frankly, we've covered um, everything. We really have. This is this has been exhaustive. Uh, should well, I you guess watch? You, could, you didn't Freak? mention the uh, narrator who is uh, ostensibly speaking into camera, and is is the writer director apparently as well. I didn't realize that, but that adds a new layer to the fact that when he's not always speaking to camera because he's clearly fucking reading off a script that's printed and set in front of him. All of the trends our destiny is taking. Our scientists agree that the one immutable law of life has changed. There's much talk and protests about everything, about pollution, about drugs and their abuse. And this has been a story based partly on fact, partly on probability. But the horrors that occur in the minds of those who allow the indiscriminate use of the human body as a mixing bowl for drugs and chemicals are as real as the real horror. So when you eat or take into your body any chemical or drugs, you take a chance on reactions that are untested, unpredictable. So yeah, I, I mean, if you, you would think it would be simple enough to, to make him some cue cards since he's looking into the hard game anyway, but apparently fucking not, because blood freak. I'm guessing he, he yeah. might be also the... the uh... The, the what do you say like the cameraman i mean i'm looking through the credits just a lot of a lot of grinters or grinter i don't know how you pronounce it a lot <laughs> a lot of them in the in the credits for this movie it's a real family affair is uh is fucking blood freak fuck no. this movie uh, well <laughs> <laughs> i i mean anything that upsets my roast is is a-okay in my book so uh yeah, I guess I guess we'll wrap things up. So, uh, Jack, what are you putting over this week? Oh, that's that's a great question. Okay, you know, um, I'm gonna put over uh, "Limbo" by Soi Chang, which I just finally got around to watching. Which is actually, it's like a, it it came out last year, and but no one in America has picked it up for some reason. I think it leaked, and maybe that hurt its commercial prospects. I don't know. Uh, but you probably, if you want to see this movie, you're probably just gonna have to go online and find a copy of it. But it is the most beautiful but like fucked up looking movie it's basically it's like a, a a thriller about two hapless detectives think real memories of murder style detectives who are uh, searching for a serial killer in hong kong but hong kong is like shot like a anime megalopolis and it's just there's just dirt and grime and litter and detritus in every frame like this is a movie you feel like you could smell and it's shot in scope, in black and white. It looks phenomenal, but it's just like shots of just muck constantly. It's like an incredibly grimy film. It's really something. It's it's really spectacular. You throw in, uh, like I say, it looks like it's shot like an anime city. You throw in a very distinctive score from Kenji Kawai, and you basically have... This just feels like, like a Ghost in the Shell live-action movie whenever they just start shooting the city. Like, it really has that kind of quality to it and also the the relentless uh, depressive elements of a ghost in the shell movie too so definitely highly recommend limbo if you can find a copy and hopefully i wish someone would pick it up because i would love to see this thing on a big screen and and maybe they should get into smell vision too and just waft in odors from the the dumpster out back and then we can really we can really feel it mm, i love that 
Myros, what are you putting over this week? I'm putting over uh, 2017's Ghost in the Shell. It really looks like a live-action <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I haven't watched anything. Uh, you want to watch a, a fucking grimy Florida movie? Killing Spree's the way to go. You want to watch a, uh, a Thanksgiving horror movie? Well, uh, Blood Rage, much better choice. Uh, have some options. These are all fine things to watch. Well, I'm going to guess 2017's Ghost in the Shell is not a fine thing to watch. I, I haven't... Uh, no, probably not. It's I not great. So. Yeah. does have Takeshi Kitano in it for some goddamn reason. Yeah. Well, Myros, I mean, by promoting that movie, it looks like you're trying to catch a cancellation, uh, which is uh, what happens in the movie Tar, which I saw, which is fantastic. And, Why am I uh, going to get canceled? What? What's, what's wrong with Ghost in the Shell 2017? S- supporting supporting Ghost in the Shell, uh, because... It had, it had, uh, yeah, cast- yeah, whitewashing. Scarlett Johansson playing, yeah, playing an Asian. And in the movie, she is actually Asian. It's like she swapped out her body. So it's like they, it's mm-hmm. it, it's like a series of bad decisions. Fun fundamentally is what defines that film. I don't know that this, yeah. this really merits cancellation. I oh guess. no, it was yeah. a thing online. It was people were people were pissed off. You know, people are well, always that's, pissed off. That's just the nature of things. That's why that's why Tar got they got black, blacklisted too because she she did she like uh, was was doing like an anime orchestra thing. So that that's well, actually you know what this movie. makes me think that uh, what we should be putting over is uh, the blessed death of Twitter. Thank God this is almost oh. over. We're almost any day through. now. <laughs> you just wait, just wait till you just wait till you watch Tar and you see her conduct the anime orchestra. Then you'll know. Uh, but hey, speaking of anime, I'm going to put over uh, "Time to Duel" by Stephen Grew, uh, recently remastered for the 15th <laughs> anniversary, and it's on Tubi. You can watch Time to Duel by Stephen Grew on Tubi right now. It's never looked better. It's like 45 minutes long. It's not a waste of your time. Well, I mean, that's debatable. But have you ever wanted to watch like a Mormon guy and his friends do Yu-Gi-Oh? And he's like fucking 40 years old. If the answer is yes, then this is the movie for you. Anime can be real. It's it's okay when Stephen Grew's white and he plays an anime character. That's all right. Uh, that's otherwise though scarlett johansson doing it's not cool steven grew very cool so uh yeah watch that time to duel 15th anniversary he just broke off his uh he (laughs) he was gone from youtube for like a year he just came back with a classic what he would call a a feature film uh a four minute video called halloween dance 2022 uh so check that out oh yeah i'm curious is is it michael myers tied in like does this tie in with halloween ends or is like you never know It's just, it's just like some, like grew in various pop culture costumes doing Fortnite dances and shit, you know? <laughs> oh, good. The yeah, classics. That's what he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not, he's out there living, man. He posted a picture the other day of like him and his family at fucking Outback Steakhouse. So he's I'm living large. A Boba Fett. Uh, we've got a, uh, <laughs> we've got the, the scream. He's, he's doing a scream character here. Whatever. Ghost face. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, maybe instead of like spending time with your family on Thanksgiving, you just kind of immerse yourself in some Stephen Grew. Uh, Cause Utah is the new Florida. If you think about it in a lot of ways. Uh, but yeah, if you enjoyed today's episode, do us a big favor, click the link in the description below, and that'll take you to our Patreon page. You can give us money. How lovely would that be for you? Uh, we need it. Uh, you gotta, gotta pay some bills. We're just talking about this. I gotta, I gotta fucking pay for our hosting and 
we're trying to get a backup recorder so when shit goes south because we still use Skype because we're idiots with boomer brains, then uh, we'll have a backup recorder so it's not fucked up. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, yeah, it would be. And you know what? If you donate at any level and you live in the continental United States, I will send you a movie from my personal collection in the mail. What a what a fabulous gift. We're heading into the holiday season. Wouldn't that be a nice gift to receive, Myros? Yeah. Did you send out uh, the, our newest patrons? Uh, I got it. I got it packaged up. I got it packaged up. It's going out Monday morning. All right. Well, that's, so that'll be exciting stuff. I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll get to him on time for Thanksgiving because this is going to be something he's going to want to watch with his family. It's a DVD of Blood Freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only, if only. Uh, Myros, now, if, if you donated five dollars then you get a few more perks including being able to uh, vote on you know future episode topics but uh one of the other perks you get is you get your name read out on the air how fun is that you need to become a famous person so who who are five and above donors uh we have kofax kropotkin uh cww evan uh ryan dustin and paula oh the dream team the dream team and at even higher tiers if you want to get to that highest tier of optimism vaccine patron then you get to actually dictate an episode, which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, give us like 25 bucks and we'll do whatever the fuck you want. You want to talk about uh, white people playing anime characters as an episode? We'll do that. We'll do Time to Duel in 2017 Ghost in the Shell. Right, Jack? I, I mean, we just did a whole episode on Blood Freak. So, yeah, I think they're going to believe you when you say that. <laughs> a quote unquote whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get over the 60 minute mark no, probably we're, gonna, not. We're, we're getting really close we, we should, <laughs> we'll steve, just steve you should re reintroduce all of us and we'll we'll start <laughs> reciting our favorite parts of this podcast let's do like leprechaun the last leprechaun origins let's you can as colin maybe can just drop in some like sound effects of like swinging chains in between for like a minute at a time we can get this over yeah 60 that'll be minutes. good maybe we'll do saying? we'll do like <laughs> Mid-episode transitions, right? So, like, Colin can drop in music from Blood Freak. Just every, you know, minute or two would just play, like, a little 15-second clip. It'll be great. This this is to totally going to be an hour long, for sure. <laughs> I mean, if Steven Grew can call anything that's over 10 seconds a feature film, we can call this an episode, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. is, is this part of the Patreon promise that all of our episodes have to be, like, 60 minutes at least? No. Okay, no, so fuck it then. Like Whatever. <laughs> so fuck it. Yeah, we, we've promised no one anything. Uh, you, you should expect nothing. Yeah, that's the key to the uh, the success of our Patreon. Well, I mean, it's not successful, but uh, you <laughs> know, to, to the existence of our Patreon. <laughs> Uh, our Patreon would not exist if we if it forced us to adhere to <laughs> certain standards and goals. Any standards or guidelines? <laughs> we make no promises. We we release like an episode a week, and I think that is Trojan effort on no. our part. So yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's really fucking impressive. Like when we when we switched from a uh, whatever the fuck we feel like it format to a weekly format, that's when we really went pro. I feel like so. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, congratulations oh. on sticking to it, because, uh, yeah, it, we used to just haphazard. We, we're, like, half of our episodes were just, like, released uh, whenever the fuck we just felt like it. They, you know, no schedule whatsoever, so good work, yeah. us. So we've, we've reigned in the chaos, which is great. Yeah. The other promise we can make, other than we're going to do the podcast, 
is mm-hmm. uh, I can promise you because Dylan was so supportive on last week's episode. We're going to do a hentai episode with Myros real soon. And Dylan has uh, courageously volunteered to guest on that one. So <laughs> look forward to that. It'd be a Myros. good use of our resources for sure. Uh, do yeah. we have any idea which, which ones like uh, Adam, what would you say if you had to watch hentai, what would be your least favorite kind? So we can definitely avoid that broad winking motion to Steve mm-hmm. there. I, I, you know, if I were going to watch it, I would say I would probably be like, oh, give me some golden age 80s business. So I, I suppose if you got into more modern stuff that's really into the, the tropey bullshit with fucking school girls and bunny years and all that shit. That's what I'm really going to get. That's what I'm really going to get. What your favorite thing, when I asked you what your favorite thing to stuff was, I assumed you'd say <laughs> my waifu with a tentacle. <laughs> See, this is this is what it's all over for me. So if you want me to make me real miserable, then get out of the 80s where I actually enjoy some anime and into the, the more modern era where I'm like, what the fuck? Um, Who are these to watch this shit? We'll do some research. I don't, I don't think I know anything about the modern hentai. I don't know much about the classics either, but, you know, you, you pick up a few <laughs> things yeah. while you're wading through the darkest recesses of the internet, but... Maybe maybe we can get Jake to work on this. Like he can just sit at his laptop at work or like with his infant son on his lap and then uh, Google like fucked up anime from the last five this years. It seems like a good project for from down Thanksgiving in my my in-law's house. I'll just uh, mm-hmm. strike that up on the on the kitchen table and I can. It'll be good when your mother in law is like, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a great question. I can just explain it's it's for work. Yeah, it is for work because this is this is a paid position that we all do. We we make money here at Optimism Vaccine, tens yeah, of dollars a year. I know if you did it at an hourly rate, I wouldn't even. It probably would struggle to reach one penny, but uh, you know, paid nonetheless. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> if it's good enough for a Russian gulag, it's good enough for Optimism Vaccine. Well, but yeah, I mean, this... uh, donate to our Patreon. Help help us like buy gold chains. That's what we really want. We want matching tracksuits with big gold chains. I That's think we can, I think we can up the the per per penny or per minute amount for the Patreon if we just make shorter episodes, right? So. Also true. Also true. So we should probably just end this one as soon as possible. So, uh, yeah. If you have any uh, questions, comments, death threats, marriage proposals, optimism vaccine at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us for as long as Twitter remains active at optimism vaccine. Will we hit a thousand followers or will Elon Musk burn Twitter to the ground? Uh, one of those things has to happen. Uh, one is more likely than the other. Who's to say which that is? Yeah, I wonder if this but, will uh, help or hurt our quest. I don't know. Maybe there'd be an influx of artificial personalities on Twitter to, to get us over the hump. Uh, could be. Uh, I mean, porn bots love us, let me tell you. So it's anything's possible. Uh, but yeah, that about does it for this episode. Have a blessed thanksgiving okay may your cornucopia overfloweth and uh i i I hope you have the good cranberry sauce the kind from a can not the not the chunky bullshit that your meemaw makes from her fucking old-timey recipe because that shit sucks so uh yeah we'll be back
I just don't go for a girl that acts like a tramp, even if she's very beautiful. <laughs> 